What's up, everyone? It is your man, Barry Bonds, back again. And it's been a while. It has been a while. I'd like to welcome you all to uh, Straight No Chaser with Barry Bonds. I'm your humble host, where if telling the truth pisses you off, allow me to do the honors. Now, it's been a while. I've been away. And um, I've been doing a lot of observing. That's one thing that I do as a marketing executive. I do a lot of observing, people watching, and uh, watch behaviors, antics, and habits of people, you know, here in the general public so that I can gain insight on the things that, you know, people are doing. And why? Try to figure out why, because it's a lot of dumb stuff that's going on right now. Now, I took a little time off, let's just say a year since my last, you know, offering here on Anchor. And I started a YouTube page and I have some videos on there that are, you know, pretty much me. Well, it's pretty much the Straight No Chaser podcast, I guess you would say. I call it the quick cast because I'm in my car, I'm sharing my thoughts and, you know, I'm just, you know, just letting it out, letting it loose uh, because there's a lot of silliness that's going on right now that needs to be, you know, discussed. Um, I encourage all of you to go to my YouTube page. Please, please, please go to my YouTube page, like, share and subscribe. Uh, Even if you don't share it, just like it and subscribe. I need that. That helps the algorithm to find me so that other people can find my videos. Now, with that, I have maybe 12, 13 episodes on there, and um, I really would like your opinions, you know, your feedback on those. Uh, I know that, you know, my rhetoric can be controversial, um, but I mean, it's just my true feelings. I got to give it to you straight raw, you know, with no chaser. And um, that's pretty much what it is. I know I've offended a lot of people uh, because you're shocking their sensibilities. Things that they know to be true or believe to be true. When you tell them, like, look, no, that's not the way to go. That's not the, 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 the right uh, mindset or way of looking at, you know, these certain things that are going on in the public, you know. And then true that you're not getting the full story most of the time because us as people, we become very emotional. And as soon as we hear something, our emotions kick in and that's it. It's a wrap. So um, I've been getting a lot of feedback about my videos, about what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. You know, people are telling me, oh, you know, you shouldn't say it like that because... You know, you, you offending people and you know, yeah. well, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not really trying to offend you, offend you just blatantly outright. But if my truth offends you, then like I say, if the truth pisses you off, then allow me to do the honors because that's what it is. Someone has to tell you the truth. Someone has to give you the real life facts about this and be you know, really clear and, and, and fair and balanced about the situations because we are running amok out here, you know, and the topic that I want to get on today is really a testament to just where, just how backwards 
society is right now. And it's sickening. It's really sickening just to look at what's going on and to think that this is okay, that this is responsible and honorable behavior when it's not. So I encourage you all, please check it out. Check it out. Uh, I'm on there on YouTube and uh, it's a straight no, straight no Chaser podcast. And, you know, it's, it's really some good information. I'm giving you some good information on there that is going to enlighten and inform and educate you as well as entertain you because I am a pretty entertaining guy if I say so myself. So please check it out and uh, leave some comments down there because I definitely want to get your feedback on it. So, which leads me to today's agenda. The BET Hip Hop Awards. Yes, everybody, the BET Hip Hop Awards. Now, let's do a little backstory here. I came up in the 90s. I came up in the 90s when, you know, the music was raw. Of course, it was raw. And the messages were raw. But I feel for the most part that they came from a great place. They came from an honest and sincere place of trying to inform and educate, you know, uh, the world about what's going on in the black community and, you know, the injustices surrounding it and the poverty and, you know, all of the things that uh, are plaguing the black community. So I feel like it came from a sincere place. But now, now, nah. Not so much. Now it's just debauchery. Now it's just debauchery. It's just really, you know, out of control at this point. And it's amazing how the public has taken to these backwards ideals and using them or promoting them as if, you know, it was it's 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 where we need to be mentally. Not it at all not it at all so let's start i don't know if you guys had a chance to watch it but you know a little backstory in the bet awards you know started back in i believe the early 2000s and uh you know just a way for us to be able to fill the void of the source awards which uh was you know cut short and um for various reasons. Now, I'm speaking from experience on this because, you know, I worked five years at The Source magazine uh, in the marketing and advertising sales. Uh, so, you know, I have a, a, a great understanding of, you know, why it ended and why it was so dysfunctional as an event. And it was dysfunctional because you had dysfunctional people running it. Having dysfunctional people run it what i call it ratchets having ratchets run it was really the reason why they had to put a halt to it because there was just no end to you know the horrible messages you know just the violence that would occur uh at these events it was just it just became unsafe unsafe for the you know the regular uh uh attendee to you know to to attend you know to to be in person so with that being said, there was a lot of memorable violent events that happened there. One of them being the East Coast West Coast War or beef. 
I believe, well, we all know to be fact that that's where it pretty much sprung from. You know, that was the coming out party for the East Coast, West Coast uh, beef that ended up in Tupac Shakur being killed and Notorious B.I.G. being killed as well. And we don't need to go back down that road. But yet, you know, as as it as it as made as it seems here, you know, we pretty much leaned in on the violence and the ignorance. So the BET Awards, I, I would say, I want to say, started around 2000, either anywhere from 2000 to 2003, and um, you know, it started off, you know, just being a celebration, something for us because the Grammys, you know, weren't really doing us right as a, as a genre, and they would, you know, place us in the commercials, and they didn't want to give us, they didn't want to give the real artists who were really making it happen uh, the type of, you know flowers and accolades you know that they really deserved having great albums they would pick who they wanted to pick and i don't really even know how they were picking these uh artists to win but just like uh necessity is the mother of all invention that's what happened they created the bet hip-hop awards it was a real hit from the beginning and from there you know, it became a real thing. Every June, you can tell, hey, we got the Hip Hop Awards, we got the BET Music Awards, you know, it's going down. So, from there, um, there were a lot of, let's just say, colorful, very colorful, and I use that term loosely, very colorful, uh, I guess you would say themes, you know, with this, and now it's pretty much culminated in the rainbow flag being the theme for these events, you know, and, and women empowerment, you know, being the theme for these events, and as if we haven't really been force-fed these two agendas, you know, enough already, just on regular TV, on broadcast TV, uh, through your music, through your commercials, through everything, you know, the agenda is, is that, hey, women are all powerful. You know, they are a uh, discriminated or, or, you know, treated unfairly when we really know that that's not the case. We really know that women are right now more powerful than they ever have been ever in history. And uh, black women as well. You know, everyone's giving to uh, this cause, you know, in dollars, cold cart, cold hard cash and um but they keep feeding us this agenda we all know that the home of the the lgbt community you know they want to say is discriminated and 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 and, uh you know class or whatever no they're more powerful than everyone right now they have more power than anyone that's out right now they can shut you down, cancel you in a second. If you say anything wrong about their movement, they can shut you down. And this is why all of this craziness is happening right now. And the crazy imagery and the messaging that they're putting out on these airwaves is because no one can touch them. And you know what happens, you know, when you have absolute power, it's corrupted. It gets corrupted. And that's what's going on right now. 
So that's why when you're turning on the BET Hip Hop Awards, you know, you're seeing these messages put out there in front of kids. And that's the problem. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. This Hip Hop Awards, it seems every year they just get worse and worse. Worse and worse. And this year, I would say, takes the cake, but next year will probably even take that cake. So, two highlights that I just want to touch on, because, to be honest with you, I'm pretty sure you all get the gist already. You all have probably seen it. And, you know, regardless of what you think, you know, this right here has to stop. You know, it has to end. This this right here just can't go on. Um, on the red carpet... That's a time for, you know, these acts to get on the red carpet, talk to their to the top publications uh, that are covering the genre and really speak to, you know, the uh, the fans. The fans get to see them in their full glory. You know, everyone wants to see what clothes they're wearing. And that's what's going on. Taking pictures, laughing, smiling, discussing questions, this and that, the other. So what happens is, is that you get people who want to create a shock value so that the next day or for the next couple of weeks, that's all that's being talked about is what so-and-so wore on the red carpet. Now, I already told you that there's an agenda going and the agenda is pretty much created to effeminize the world. I want to say also effeminize the black man, but let's just say effeminize the world because there, this whole thing, everyone is buying in on this and they're buying in on it on one for one premise. One premise is, is that one, black women are the number one consumer, the biggest consumers in the United States. All right. Now let's break down the etymology of consume. Of, of the word consumer. Consumer comes from consume. Consume means that you use. You use, but you don't produce. You only use. And that's bad in itself. Because to be successful out here, the most, the richest people in the world right now are producers, not consumers. The poorest people in the world right now are consumers. Because all they do is use and they don't produce. So when you use, you pay money. You buy. You're a consumer. When you produce, you make. You provide a service, a product. And you make money. So we got to really understand the difference between these two words. So black women being the biggest consumers, there's going to be a million companies that are coming out after you for your dollar. And they're going to acquiesce to whatever crazy intentions, crazy ideals, whatever. They're going to just, you know, if you if you say that, hey, I want to put bubblegum in my hair and walk around all day, then they're going to create a product that's going to allow you to do so. Anything crazy and zany that you can think of, they're going to allow it. They're going to try to produce it because they want your money. And that's what's going on right now. Everyone is trying to cater to cater their messages to the LGBTQ community and black women. And that's why you see all of these different 
commercials, you know, you see all of these shows, you know, even these shows where you got a, a female lead and she's doing all kind of crazy astronomical things that only a man could really do just because, you know, of our body type, you know, and, and on our strength and, you know, things that we can do that a woman who's supposed to be in her feminine energy would not be able to do or will not even want to do for that matter just to prove this point or to drive home a message that hey women can do anything we can do anything they can do anything that we want to we can be strong this and that the other okay i mean in theory yeah you know what if you want to believe that you can be strong yeah no doubt you can definitely be strong but there's just some things that nature has set aside for you and some things that he set aside that nature has set aside for men and right now they're trying to skew the lines they're skewing the lines so that you don't know the difference between either one of them you know this whole uh agenda you know with the transsexuals you know that right there that skews very that skews so many lines because that involves both men and women you know men that want to be women and now women are you know pretty much uh having to deal with the repercussions of such of supporting these movements all right so right now all of these companies are vying for the attention of black women and the lgbt so what do they do they put their money behind it because they want to get in front of this audience and they want to be deemed as cool and supportive of the cause and doing so then these groups will spend all of their money with these brands so we have the red carpet and on the red carpet trots little nas x little nas x who first gained critical acclaim i guess you would say with the song old country road and um from there he blew up you know out of nowhere now some people were really critical about that song but you know soon as he mentioned or soon as he came out and said that he was gay his stardom his profile shot to a whole nother level a whole nother level of stardom of of you know of of his profile just pretty much just blew up overnight and that's what happens is that if you buy into that whole mindset you buy into that agenda you know you're gonna blow up like never before and i say that because just like with black women uh the lgbt they are huge consumers as well huge consumers they spend a lot of money a lot of money because it encompasses both men and women, all right? So they've put a lot of money into what they believe in. They spend their money purposefully and thoughtfully because they want certain rights afforded to them. So as you look back on President Obama and his administration, you know, he didn't really do anything for African-Americans at all. You know, he did everything that the LGBTQ directed him to do. And that is from putting your money where your mouth is, putting your money where your uh, intentions are 
and that's what they did. So from there, you know, it's no secret. It's it's no it's no surprise that you know he would jump on the red carpet. And let me tell you what he did for those who didn't watch. Little Nas X jumped on the red carpet with a huge dress with the, I guess you would say it's like a, one of those pop out or poof out dresses, just like Billy Porter did uh, at the um, uh, the Met Gala. And he had, you know, the upper portion of the dress was open, you know, showing, I guess you would call it his cleavage or whatever. And, of course, it pretty much shut down or pretty much dropped jaws all along the red carpet. People were surprised. They were looking like, what the hell is this? So, of course, it was done for shock value. No doubt about it. Done for shock value. And that's what he got. He got that attention. He got the shock value. We're still talking about it. Hell, I'm even talking about it on this podcast right now. So, Mission was accomplished. Mission accomplished for everything he was trying to do. And we got to look at that and say, okay, well, what is this giving us? What is this doing for us? One, it's doing nothing for the community. Nothing. Two, nothing for the genre, but really putting the genre in a different light. Three, is that he was also on here in a performance kissing one of his background dancers. So something is so random as, you know, you're going through your performance and then you turn around, you approach one of your black background dancers and then you just tongue kiss them right on TV, on national TV. What is that showing? What, what message is that giving? What they're doing, they're going after the kids. Old Town Road, I mean, that's, that, I mean, let's be honest, that song was very popular with the kids. The kids love that song. So when they're listening to it and then they see a little Nas X, they're like, oh, I'm a fan of his. Okay. So now they're looking and checking for him. And what is he doing? He's sending this message to them that, hey, this is cool. Do this. This is cool. You should do this. You know, you're kissing a man. In the mouth. French kiss. And this is all geared and directed towards the kids and I don't like that I don't like it it's out of control BET definitely takes an L for that okay so what I'm going to do is you know I I know I'm jumping around a lot right now so let me just focus my thoughts here I'm going to tell you what the two infractions were and then I'm going to tell you how BET you know is really lost their damn minds you know as far as it lost their minds and credibility as far as a network, you know, that's uh, reporting the culture. So that was the first thing. That was Little Nas X comes on the on red carpet in a big, hot, flaming-ass dress. And then he tongue kisses one of his background singers right there in, in the middle of his performance. The next infraction was, of course, uh, let's say Meg Thee Stallion and... Uh, Cardi B. So Meg Thee Stallion, we all know Meg Thee Stallion, you know, twerk queen, you know, gained her whole fame and whatnot from uh, pretty much, you know, shaking her ass, you know, in a, in a time that we have Me Too and, you know, everyone is getting, you know, all black men or all men in general 
are getting uh, hit with sexual assault cases and sexual assault allegations that's tearing up their careers, you know. But yeah, we have this woman that's just leading, leading with none but sex. That's all she's leading with. Not talking about anything that's, you know, substantive, anything thought-provoking, nothing. But just leading with nothing but just sex. That's it. That's all you see from her. I mean, I wonder if it ever gets old for her. Just shaking her ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure that that wind, that twerk wind is probably stanking. It's probably musty. But that's all she's doing. And then what this doing is pretty much influencing a whole generation of young girls. Young black girls at that. That that's all they need to do. Is twerk, grind, and they'll get what they want. So she's on there with a whole team. Let me call it the trifecta. You got Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, and the City Girls. Okay? So Megan Thee Stallion's up there. She's just twerking and twerking and twerking away. Then you got the City Girls that come up there, and they just a whole team of twerkers. Ass cheeks out. And all they're doing is just on their knees, and it just looks really, really pathetic. It looks really stupid. And then you got Cardi B. Cardi B comes out and reveals to the world that, hey, I'm pregnant and I want to show you guys. But how I'm going to show you? I'm going to show you being scantily clad, damn near butt naked. You might as well say butt naked. You might as well say butt naked. Okay? Is this a way for you to be able to reveal that you're pregnant? Is this a way for you to tell the world, hey, I am in a, 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 a maternal energy right now. I'm bringing forth new life. Is that the way that we want to do it? It makes no sense. It's stupid. It's trashy. And then she got this old simp enforcer who is, you know, her husband, uh, 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 simp nigga um, offset, you know, and, and he's with it. But, you know, these are just these are the sons that, that that ratchet moms produce. And that's why they have no morals, no integrity at all. No couth, no class. And that's all they do is just egg on and promote the debauchery. Because why? It makes you money. And because why? It's because you're a slave to the money. You do anything for the money. So with these three instances, these three infractions, City Girls, Cardi B, uh, and Meg Thee Stallion, and then of course, you know, on the LGBT side, which is Little Nas X, there's a lot of messages that are going out to the youth. And these messages are going to be very, very, very harmful in the coming years. We may not see, we're seeing them right now, but you know, we may not see the full scope of it for maybe five to ten years once these kids grow up. Because they're catching these kids while they're super young. These two entities, the ratchet black woman and the LGBTQ, are out of control. They're out of control. They're very disrespectful. And to be honest with you, the shit needs to stop. It needs to stop. And I'm very disgusted at BET because BET wasn't formed for this reason. And I can't get mad, and we can never get mad at Rob Johnson because he actually bowed out. He sold BET years ago. 
and then com, uh, and then uh, 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 um, Viacom, some of the Redstone, you know, who's passed on, some of the Redstone, he he purchased BET, and then let's just say that's what started most of the debauchery, right in that era, in that era. But you got to understand is that BET, let's be honest. I got to be honest and real with you here. You may say I'm, I'm, I'm female bashing, women hating, whatever. I don't care. I'm speaking truth. Bob Johnson, when he was running it, he had respect, morals, and cooth and class associated with this brand. Even when they played the debauchery, they played it after dark at 2 a.m. in the morning. When all of these kids should be in bed and grown-ups, that's the grown-up hour. But then we went to Deb. Deb, who ran it for, for years, that's when it started losing, losing touch with reality. That's when all of the, the crazy, uh, 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 horrible imaging and messaging started to find its way to the screen. And now Connie Orlando has it. And it's just pretty much, hey, anything goes now. So you might as well call it Ratchet, Ratchet Entertainment, Ratchet Entertainment Channel, Ratchet Entertainment TV, whatever you want to call it. That's what it should be called right now. Because that's all the messages that it's giving. You can call it Ratchet or you can call it the Black Woman Entertainment Channel. Black Woman Entertainment TV, because that's who they're... Uh, uh, focusing and targeting. That's who they're focusing and targeting for this programming. So, why, if that's the case, when we say that, you know, black women are the mothers of civilization, we say that they are the, uh, the strongest and the most loving and all of these things, why is it that on your watch, this is what you're this is what you're feeding us this is what you're feeding your community this is what you're feeding us it's only one thing to hear the words but it's a whole powerful other to see the word hear the words and see the imaging you gotta understand is that these little kids they learn from us by watching us grown-ups do what we do we don't even even if we didn't even talk to kids we learn a lot. They learn a lot from watching what the grown-ups do. All they do is mimic. That's what they do. So when they're watching this TV, these, these broadcasts, these t- television shows, they're watching the videos, okay? It's showing you how to be what it is they're saying. And that's harmful. It started with the words, gangster music, gangster rap music, and all of that. It started with those words. But when you add the imaging for it, to it, then that's when it becomes really destructive. That's when the problems seep in. That's when you start seeing people um, uh, uh, emulating, you know, and reenacting what's being said on these rap songs. So now when a little girl is picking up the channel and she's turning into, you know, watch videos, 
And she goes on and she's seeing, you know, she, she pulls up the BET Awards and Hip Hop Awards and she sees the city girls out here twerking up a storm with a whole team behind them. And they're seeing how much they're making for doing this. And they're seeing the trappings of their lifestyle as far as the hair, the, the, the long raptor claw nails, the makeup, the clothes, the jewelry. Then, of course, what do you think they're going to want to do? They're going to want to be what it is that they see on TV. So in about 20, 15 to 20 years, we're going to have a whole nation of ratchets out here instead of building up and cultivating the next generation of black intelligentsia. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the next level of black intelligentsia. And that's pretty much not going to happen. I don't think. My hopes are pretty pretty dashed on that. I don't think it's going to happen. I think that we're raising the next ratchet black society. And it's heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking. Now, these three, well, I guess you say these two entities, the LGBT and the ratchet black woman, are really hurting the community really hurting the community now you know what i'm fair so i'm fair and honest i'm gonna tell you that the ratchet black man is not far behind well actually he's actually right there in the thick right in the middle you know out here gang banging selling these drugs killing each other like it's going out of style it's all crazy and these are all things that bet are broadcasting promoting that's why I say that BET has lost a rabbit flippant mind. But I guess you would say that, hey, I can't really get too mad about it because BT One is not controlled by anyone black anymore. Connie Orlando is nothing but an order taker. Okay? The people at Viacom are going to let her know that, hey, we don't want this. If you try to create educational programming for the kids, no. Positive Peer Posse, Team Summit, no, we don't want that. And at this day and age, to be honest with you, we've slept down into so much ratchet bullshit that the numbers on those shows will probably be less than zero because, you know, the way we are now is that we are so we have a a strong thirst for the ratchet and the drama that we don't even want to watch that no more. Which is horrible. So. Even if she did want to promote that, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, <laughs> it's not going to go well because we're so attuned to the ratchet and, and the dysfunctional that we're going to, you know, side with, hey, we need to, you know, we're going to side with the drama. It's sad. It really is sad, you know. But BET has really lost their their ever flipping mind, and I'm so angry about this. And no one is really talking about it because they want to stay in good graces. They don't want to mess up their checks. They don't want to, uh, you know, they don't want to put their brand in jeopardy. They don't want to be canceled because yeah, this cancel culture is real. 
you know, but this cancel culture is nothing but just some real, I would say some real girly shit because, you know, who, who does that? Men, we, we don't do that. We don't, oh yeah, I'm canceling you. We don't do that shit. That's not indicative of us and our behavior. You know, that's real high school female mean girl shit. That's what that is. You know, I'm, to be honest with you, man, I'm sick of it all. I really am. I'm really sick of it all. But BET definitely needs to deserve a black eye for creating this, this out of control BS that they've, you know, created. It doesn't even make any sense at this point in time. It doesn't make any sense. BET, if you're talking about cancel culture, BET needs to be canceled right now. Definitely needs to be canceled right now. Right now, while things are so sensitive, because we're slipping so much further into the dysfunctionality of, you know, society and just doing things the wrong way, the messaging, that I don't know if we'll ever be able to get back to center. I don't. Especially as long as we have, you know, these entities leading and not strong male leadership, you know, which steeped in values, morals and respect and discipline. I don't think we'll ever get back to center because from here on out, it seems to be all about feelings and emotions. And you can see what the feelings and emotions are doing for us right now. And in fact, for me, I'm going to start saying feelings and emotions instead of saying black men or men in general taking a back seat to female leadership. It wasn't meant to be that way. God did not mean, he did not create this paradigm. He did not create this way of thinking. Men are supposed to lead. Men are supposed to lead, protect, and provide. That's where it's supposed to be. And right now, it's not that way, and we should be able to see clearly what happens when that doesn't happen, okay? The effects of it, the collateral damage because of men not leading. When Rob Johnson had control and ownership of BET, we weren't seeing this. We weren't seeing all this craziness. And yes, there's been gay people since, I I don't know how long. There were definitely gay people in the time from 79 to, let's just say 2000 and something, whenever he sold BET to Viacom. There was still respect shown, but there was levels to this. There were levels. And I guess we've forgotten the respect and the class that we're supposed to show as people, especially when we're presenting this to the public. The emperor has no clothes on and everyone is looking in awe. No one is telling them, hey, the emperor is naked. Well, I'm that guy. I'm definitely that guy to tell you that the emperor is butt naked. And his thing is showing. And we need to fix this. We need to change this. Because it's out of control. 
and it needs to be stopped. BET, you have pretty much let down the black culture. You have given the black culture a black eye and we need to go ahead and throw away the culture as we know it right now and start over again. And I don't care who feels a kind of way about it. That's just the truth of the matter. The culture needs to be thrown away and rebooted. There needs to be a great reset because we've lost base. We've lost base or lost touch with our moral values. There are no moral values anymore. It's anything goes because everyone is chasing after the dollar. And as long as that happens, we're going to be going in the wrong way for a long time. I'm sick of it. I don't even want to bring my son up in this craziness. I don't want my son listening to hip-hop music. I don't want him looking at any of these videos, nothing. I don't even want him hanging around ratchet individuals, whether it be man, woman, child. I don't want him even in contact, in concert with, none of them. Because it's, it's counterproductive to what I'm trying to do with him. I'm glad my wife isn't one of those type of individuals. She doesn't condone it or like it at all either. So at least we're on the same page with that. Now, as far as women empowerment stuff, you know, or I think that they're taking it way too far. I think black women are really, you know, overstaying their welcome with this whole thing. And it's going to be detrimental in the, in, in, in the years to come because you're, you're disrespecting men right now greatly with all these laws, policies and things. You're pretty much trying to destroy us. Everything that goes up must come down. Remember that. It must come down. So when this whole thing, you know, this whole movement comes to a shattering halt. I mean, it's going to be some it's going to be a price to pay. Trust me on that one. It's going to be a price to pay. Right now instead of trying to seek domination, you should only want to seek inclusion and equality. But right now, you're not doing that. Right now, you want domination, just like the LGBT organization, which is also led by a lot of women. Ladies, you think that you're trying to, you know, I guess, lead civilization or the society into, you know, a more inclusive and fair, you know, way of life, but you're not really. You're opening the door for people to just do whatever. All kind of debauchery, dysfunctionality, all this craziness. But at the end of the day, this is only highlighting and exposing your true intentions, your true nature. Let's look at Eve. Let's see what Eve did. If you believe that story or not, there's a lot of truth to it because it's speaking on the human nature of women. Not all women are bad, though. I'm only talking about the, the, the ratchet and the ratchet, I guess you would say, because I got to lump them all together as far as just being ratchet. Whether that's being ghetto, crass, unclassy, unfeminine in your masculine energy or whatever. Or you're being conniving and 
you know, one of those types that, you know, just only seek to hurt and destroy and, 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 and you know, be as unfair to men as possible. Because you got to understand is that men still rule the world. We're giving you a lot of leeway right now. A lot of leeway. We're seeing what you do with it. We're seeing what you do with the power that you're given. If you're not using it the right way, trust me, we see it. So that's pretty much my thoughts on this. I know I got off subject, but you know, I've been away for about a year, man. So I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a good couple rambles, you know, that I need to go on, you know, a couple rants that I need to go on just to get some of these craziness, these crazy things that I'm seeing in society right now that just aren't sitting well with me. I got to get it out because I've been sitting around too long, quiet, taking it all in. And uh, to be honest with you, it's just it's making me want to stay in my shell even more because nowadays it's, it's kind of hard to even connect with people on an intellectual level. You know, everyone seems to be believers <laughs> of what big media is putting out these days. And, uh, but we'll talk about it. We'll definitely talk about it. I got more things I want to chat with you guys about. I want to share my thoughts to you about, like I said before, uh, our black women uh, overstaying their welcome, you know, with this whole, uh, you know, black empowerment, black women empowerment. Because right now, you know, black women, you are the ones who bring forth life. So when you bring forth life, you're bringing forth either a man or either a little boy or either a little girl. So if you're out here praising your little girl all day, and only doing things to help empower them and push them forward, then what are you doing for your little boys? Because little boys are out here reading on a fourth grade level, okay? They're way behind. And yes, we can blame this on a man as far as fathers not being there, whatever, we can do all of that, but yet the the image, the imaging and, and, and the lessons and the traits are being uh, inherited by you because you are the one there, okay? A little boy can't inherit traits and, and, and behaviors for something that's not there, for something he's not seen. It's impossible. He can't do it. So remember that. But I'm going to speak on that. I'm also speak on the pandemic, the scandemic. I'm also going to speak on how this was, uh, this was a political hit on Donald Trump, on President Trump. This whole scandemic, political hit on Donald Trump to get him out of office, to get Biden in there. And uh, we're going to talk about a lot of good things, you know, both on camera and off camera. So I want you guys to stay tuned. I know this was a little long, but hey, I got a lot to say. So, uh, you know, please, uh, you know, at the end of the day, please, you know, like and subscribe. You don't even have to share it. You know, you don't have to share it because really I don't really share a lot of, you know, clips and things like that either. But at the end of the day, if you can please like and subscribe on my YouTube channel, all right, that's straight no chaser with Barry Bonds. Uh, I would be very appreciative of that. Uh, also, please, if you can, you know, at least give me a comment. Let me know your thoughts. You know, I thrive off of hearing the thoughts uh, of the listeners because it gives me uh, more, you know, content, more, more subjects to talk about. So uh, let me know what you guys think. Let's talk about it. Let's start the conversation. You know, because conversation rules a nation at the end of the day. And uh, I'm definitely interested in hearing what you have to say. Uh, Other than that, I thank you for uh, allowing me to tickle your ears for the last, what, 40 minutes or so. 
47 minutes. And uh, I will definitely be, uh, you know, back on here more consistently. And that's it. All right. So once again, my name is Barry Bonds, your humble and gracious host. If pissing, if the truth pisses you off, allow me to do the honors always. As I always say, positive minds move forward. Have a blessed day. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your man, Barry Bonds, and I'm back with another episode of Straight No Chaser. And uh, as you can hear in the background, uh, it's July 4th. I'm here in Brooklyn, New York, and the fireworks are ablazing. So I wanted to come with you guys real quick just so that we could, you know, have a good discussion about a few things. Well, one thing that's happened uh, over the past couple of days and um i wanted to share my thoughts on it discuss a little something with you because i feel like that is pretty pressing right now and i needed to have this chat with you guys so i hope you bear with me uh with the noise in the background because yeah it's loud it's definitely loud brooklyn is showing ass right now they got all these fireworks that mysteriously mysteriously you know show up um you know in the neighborhood boxes of them boxes of fireworks mysteriously show up in the neighborhood and i guess people you know get those boxes and uh you know they start pretty much blowing them up and uh sometimes you don't know if it's a gunshot or if you if you think it's a Or if you think it's a, uh, a firework, you know, so I guess that's what kind of clouds or masks, the gunshots that happen in the, in the hood. But just so that you know, I am in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, a, you know, a, a, a little community, a neighborhood that's been pretty much wracked with all kind of violence, you know, in the past maybe 18 months. Uh, since the you know the pandemic started because one they've let a lot of criminals out of the jails due to compassionate release and they sent them here right they sent them here and then we also have we also have openings of um what do you call it homeless shelters we also have openings of methadone clinics that are here in the neighborhood we have an influx of um what do you call it homes that are here as well halfway houses as you can hear behind me it does sound like straight up gunfire you know and uh your car alarms going off and all this other stuff man this is what it is like this on I'm not going to say a, a nightly basis, but you do hear fireworks going off and it seems like they have a timer where they only let the fireworks off in hours that you're supposed to be sleeping. So, yes, this is what we hear all through the night while we're trying to sleep and get ready for work in the morning. We're hearing fireworks going off at one, two, three, four in the morning. So. I wanted to come to you tonight and uh, chit chat with you just about a situation that happened a couple of days ago that I felt was, you know, worth talking about. And that subject was actually the 
Olympic hopeful Shikari Richardson, who was uh, going after what she was uh, going for uh, to be on the um, the um, uh, the female track and team, the track and, track and field. I'm sorry, female track and field team for the for USA in the Olympics. So what happened was, just to give you guys who aren't hip to the situation, she is pretty much disqualified for from the hundred the hundred yard dash because she was, you know, was found that you know in her drug test that she submitted uh, for the trials that she tested positive for cannabis and. Let's be honest here, man. You know, I'm not going to be long-winded with you today because this right here, I want to keep things under 10 minutes just so that you can hear the straight, no chaser opinion of it without all of the extra commentary that goes along with it. I didn't want to, you know, keep you too long, but here's the straight of it is that in today's society, man, we have been pretty much brainwashed by the media today's media, meaning MSNBC, CNBC, CNN, and the other local news broadcasts, that this, that we can pretty much do whatever it is that we feel like we want to do. It's whatever. You know, whatever you feel like you want to do, just do it. It's whatever. There's no consequences. There's no rules, no nothing. You don't have to follow no rules. Following rules are passe. No. This is not how life is supposed to be. This life is supposed to be built on rules because that's how society, you know, runs. It runs smoothly. You know, it's through rules. So if we don't have rules, then trust me, everybody's going to be doing whatever it is they feel like they want to do at any given time. That means that's kill, murder, you know, maim, assault, injure, you know, commit fraud, theft, burglary, robbery, whatever. So... In this situation, there were rules that were set forth that no chemicals that were against the board of a the board were to be, you know, in your bloodstream uh, that would enhance your performance. Now, whether cannabis is a, a performance enhancer or not you know come on let's be honest that's definitely not you know unless she was smoking you know um, adrenaline <laughs> then you know that you know cannabis is not one of those things that's going to help her run faster but the thing is is this is that when you know that you are applying or trying to get to the olympics you know that there are rules set up in this system that you need to follow. And one of them is being that, hey, you can't have any foreign chemicals in your bloodstream. You can't. Okay? You got to play by the rules. And Mrs. Richardson just decided that I guess she was above the rules. And here's the reason why. The reason why Mrs. Richardson, you know, uh, woke up and chose cannabis, as they say now, is that 
she was mourning the death of her biological mother. Now, whether that's a reason, you know, that, hey, you know what, we got to go ahead and smoke weed today because we got to forget what's going on. I'm not going to even judge her on that. I'm not because people, you know, they react to death in various ways. Me, myself, I've seen so much death in my time that, you know, it doesn't even bother me anymore. I know that it is a part of life. I know that it is a life function that if you live, then you're going to have to die one day. I know that. So that wouldn't have been the way that I would have, you know, chosen to confront this issue. You know, I can't really talk about, you know, confronting an issue of uh, a dead, you know, parent because both of my parents are living. But I will say this for her to do that, knowing that she is competing to be an Olympic, uh, Olympic hopeful, you know, she should have taken the other way instead of using cannabis to try to uh, confront her, you know, her, her, her feelings on this, her emotions on this. Now, this is actually a cautionary tale for you young kids out here that when you do things like this, this right here is a temporary solution for a permanent problem, okay? Temporary solution. And if we were growing up in a time where morals were paramount, you know, to society and highly respected by the people in society, then she would have never done this. But, you know, seeing that how our society has become just so anti-moral, this is what she chose. And the repercussions from this is that it stopped her from being from being able to compete in the upcoming Olympics. Now let's think about this. Her decision, because she was emotional about the situation, has cost her probably millions. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you, that sounds like gunshots right there. That sounds like gunshots. Definitely sounds like gunshots. So that's pretty much you know one of those things that i feel you have to really get a hold of your emotions when you're feeling sad down or what have you you have to get a hold of those emotions because when you have those emotions you have to be able to control them if you don't control them then they're going to be out of control being out of control will actually cost you a lot more headache and heartache in the long run so now she can't compete in a 100-yard dash. She was actually projected as being one of the front runners in defeating the Jamaican hopeful, the Jamaican champion, because those girls over there, I'm going to be honest with you, those girls over there, they got wheels. They got wheels, and I guess our best hope for beating them uh, in the 100-yard was pretty much Shakari Richardson. So now she can't compete in the 100-yard and she's on TV now. They did an interview with her just the other day, and that interview was pretty much saying, she said, you know, she pretty much explained, you know, why she, what, why she did what she did. She owned up to it, you know, she was accountable for it for the most part, and you know, I was pretty happy about that because accountability right now comes a dime a dozen, you know, you can't really, uh, you can't really, you know, hold anybody accountable anymore because they always got an excuse. But she was pretty much accountable for it. 
and she had this excuse that you know she found out that her biological mother had passed but my thought is this if you and your biological mother was that tight then I'm pretty sure you would have known that her health situation was that grave I'm pretty sure you would have known that which leads me to ask that even if it's even the excuse is even real at all because now we live in a day that people make up stuff they make up stuff to fit the narrative to fit a certain narrative and you know to be honest with you I don't know I don't know if it's real or not Nowadays, it's like it's hard to even understand or even know what's real in the first place at all. So, I really think that, you know, some of these things we need to really put under the microscope and find out and do a little digging. So, if you ask me, the whole thing is pretty much just a ruse. If you ask me, straight no chaser opinion that I'm going to give you here is that look in life we are faced with various situations some good and some bad but if you allow your emotions to dictate and to govern your decision-making process you're always going to come out on the lacking end on the bad end of the stick and that's exactly what Mrs. Richardson is being right now she's on the bad end of the stick but the media is going to give her every single excuse possible. They're going to flip the narrative. They're going to write the excuse and they're going to give it to her and they're going to tell her to sell it. And if she doesn't sell it, they're even going to help her out. I don't agree with it at all. And I feel that in these situations, you need to choose logic over emotions every single time. And I even express this to my men, to my young men who are here who are listening to me. Please, do not choose your emotions over your logic. You'll never win. Men are supposed to be logical and not emotional. So, if that's you, you lead with emotion, you're always going to lose. Emotions will lead you down a bad path. Trust me, I know. Okay, I know firsthand. I've had to learn the hard way. But for Mrs. Richardson, I'm sorry that this happened to her. But then again, I'm not because the way that she chose to confront the issue, it's gonna cost her millions of dollars, millions of dollars. And it's nobody to blame but her. And I'm not going to even give you the other side of the story. I'm going to save that for another time because just seeing her demeanor and how she is, I can tell that this is not new to her. This is something that's true to her. Seeing her demeanor, yes, she's the ratchet type. She is definitely the ratchet type. So that's pretty much what I got to say about it. You know, if anybody wants to chime in, hey, please leave a comment. You know, let me know what you feel about the situation. And, uh, you know, we'll be able to discuss. I'll be able to take some of your comments and answer them in the next podcast or in the next recording. You know, time seems to fly when you're having fun. I'm at 15 minutes and 30 seconds now, so 
I think I'm going to go ahead and end this. I didn't know that we were going for so long. I was trying to keep this under 10 minutes. So, as always, if the truth pisses you off, allow me, Barry Bonds, to piss you out, to do the honors. And as you know, my motto is positive minds move forward. Have a happy and a joyous and relaxing 4th of July as you hear the fireworks busting off in the background. And uh, we'll get up again real soon. All right. Peace.